the Michael Balco Show is proudly sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Donato's prides themselves on ensuring that every piece of the pizza is important and that they have something for everyone. Donato's should be your top spot for game days, just like they are mine. Check out their website at www.donatos.com for more information. How's it going, everybody? Today, I'm very excited to announce my guest. He's a former tight end for the University of Florida, a TikTok creator with over 229,000 followers, and a guy with the craziest walk-on story of all time. Clifford Taylor, how are we doing today, my man? Good. How are you doing, man? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. So I'm happy to have you on the show. But first and foremost, we know we got to rep that hometown. I think you're already kind of doing it. So tell us, oh, a little yeah. bit, <laughs> tell us a little bit about your hometown and what makes it so special. Charlotte, man, it's, um, I mean, I think just watching it, you know, grow from, I mean, it was all, it was always an amazing city when I was there, but seeing it propel to what it is right now, I mean, you have so much stuff in Uptown. We don't, we don't call it downtown people. We call it Uptown Charlotte. That, that's our thing. But um, just like seeing how much the city has grown, like the economy, like I, I went home earlier this year and I didn't even, you know, recognize some of the, some of the neighborhoods and like some of the new buildings. I had to like, you put in my put in my maps to kind of drive my way around, which I never thought I, I would have to do. So, uh, just seeing just seeing how much the city has grown is is real is real heartwarming. And I think I claim my hometown more than I think anybody on this campus. I mean, everybody I think everybody and their mom knows that I'm from Charlotte. I mean, I wear this hat like all the time. So this is this is my my favorite hat like ever. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. For those who ain't watching, my man's watching rocking a charlotte hornets hat right now back in the day they got he got the oh that ugly that ugly old panthers flag <laughs> in the back man you know i'm a saints fan you can't be doing me like that <laughs> well, we, hey man we both we both we both had to suffer at the hands of watching uh tom the, the goat tom, what he is the goat, uh, Super Bowl. The goat. <laughs> facts facts so you know back in your high school days you you never really played football you were a beast on the hardwoods my man uh you were captain for three years a two-time all-conference player in basketball kind of what was your recruiting process like for basketball and how'd you wind up at florida it was very um non-traditional i would say um because Everywhere, everywhere I played, even even AAU, I just ended up always playing the four or the five. Like I, I hardly ever dribb- dribbled the ball, and if I did, um, and coaches would just be like, "Don't ever do that again," or <laughs> some, some something something to that sort. But um, I, like the most the most D one, I guess communication or I guess people that I spoke to would be Clemson and West Virginia. But that was that was really it. I didn't really talk to anyone at that level but there was a ton of a ton of d2 schools that that offered uh queens i think offered just about everyone and so queens was definitely something i was leaning towards if i if i didn't get into florida but the reason i decided to go to florida was because you know my dad went to florida i have cousins aunts a whole plethora of relatives that went to florida i don't i don't think we have any we don't have any seminoles or hurricanes in our family at least not to not to my knowledge. So, like I said, I, I grew up a Gator fan. I grew up on, you know, Tim Tebow, the the Gators that won the back-to-back titles in basketball. So, it, it just it just it made the most sense. And so, once I got into Florida, I just I just I shut everything down. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go here as a student, and you know, whatever happens, happens. I I always had this little fantasy of like, okay, well, if I come here, you know, I may be able to walk on. But if not, cool. I, at least like I said, I, I'm go, I'm going to my dream school. So. So and I think I think everything's worked out. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, definitely everything's worked out. A little sidebar, I actually met Tim Tebow one time. Actually, I work for a minor league team here in Erie, Pennsylvania, and, you know, he was playing baseball now. So, you know, whenever he was in double-A ball, he came he came to Erie, and I was I was actually a bat boy. I was working in the clubhouse. Um, I bumped into him. He wasn't the nicest dude to me, but, I mean, hey, when you're in the middle of a game and all that, I get it, you know. Yeah. But anyways, back, back, <laughs> back to our original topic here. So, yeah, you know, everything worked out well. You know, after your plan fell through in regards to, like, your basketball and everything like that, you opted to stay at Florida and pursue your graphic design career. Uh, my man, you was balling out in a, in a quick little flag football game. I'm going to let you tell the story um, a little bit later in the next question. But first and foremost, I just kind of want to know why you chose to stay at Florida, even though you weren't really playing a sport. Well, um, part of it is I just I just had too much. I had too much fun. And, and I made, you know, I've made, you know, so many I made so many friends my freshman and in sophomore year. And and I, and I could just I could just remember um, because I was I was born in Raleigh, North Carolina. And so I stayed there for the first six years of my life. And you know, when it was time to move, it, I was I was just shattered. You know, when I got to Charlotte, Charlotte initially, I just I didn't want to make new friends. I didn't want to you know meet anybody new. I didn't want to go places and be like the 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 outsider. And so um, there there were actually times where like I like I thought about um, you know going going home, and but then we actually ended up moving to Orlando. So I I was even thinking at one point of going to UCF, but I was like. I, I can't do this. And um, kudos to my uh, my best friend. His name's Jared John. He goes, uh, he actually also went to Fort Mill High. And then so he he goes to Florida State. And his story is kind of like mine. His parents or his dad went to Florida State. So he grew up a Seminole fan. So I definitely had some conversations with him. So that that definitely, you know, helped me down a little bit and staying at Florida. And and uh, it, w- it was the best decision I ever made because, you know, those following years, I made even more friends and just like the whole experience of, you know, just being one of the 90,000 on Saturdays. I mean, I don't think people realize how, how crazy it gets. You know, nowadays I see people talk about Clemson, Penn State, and those are all great places. I'm not taking anything away from them, but you have not lived until you have been in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium on a hot Saturday at 3.30 when it's on CBS for the whole world to see. I, I think people, I think people, you know, underestimate that a little bit. But like I said, Florida's been, been the best experience ever. Yeah, for sure. So we got to hear it. You know, it's kind of your claim to fame a little bit, my man. You got to tell us about your crazy journey to becoming a walk-on for the Florida Gators football team. Oh, okay. So let me, so we got to, for this, we got to go back to my sophomore year. So my, uh, my sophomore year, a couple of um, good friends of mine um, who live a couple floors above me right now, we, uh, we all decided to, um, to play flag, intramural flag football. I played flag football like once in high school, but it was nothing more than like like maybe 10 minutes. And so I just happened to have um, some shoes that could, that, that were really good on the grass. So I was like, I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta wear these. And so my, my buddy had some spare gloves. And so, you know, we played for, for weeks and we, I don't think we, the only game that I think we lost was to like a bunch of 30 year olds in the playoffs, <laughs> but um, one day, one day in particular, I, I, re- I remember um, seeing seeing two guys. Uh, w- one of them I actually knew. I was pretty cool with uh, Quaylen Crum, who was a walk on linebacker for the Gators. So I didn't really talk to him much about walking on before. So I just kind of like knew him. And then there was another guy I saw who was a lot more like built, and he had like all all the gear. Like you know how college athletes that wear the slides and sweats and the bull bag and stuff like that. So 
he wore that. And so we play our flag game. I had like four, I think four touchdowns that game. It was just, it was just one of those, one of those nights. And so I remember talking to him, to him after the game, or he came up to me and he asked, and he asked me, he said, um, uh, have you ever thought about, you know, playing actual football? And I was like, for who? And he's like, Florida. And I was like, no, nah, I've never, I've never played it down in football in my life. Uh, what, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, well, you look like you know what you're doing out here. But, and I, and I countered, I was like, yeah, but my man, this is, this is flag football. You know, if they were tackling me, this would be, a, this would probably be a whole different story. But um, he told me, uh, just think about it. Uh, he gave me uh, his number and, and all that stuff. So we, we stayed pretty close friends and, that that I think that week led up to the, the LSU game. So again, 3:30 on a Saturday is is the biggest game of the year. It was a blue out. It was Coach Mullen's first year. And so that was when uh Beast Stewart, Brad Stewart had the pick six to win it. And so the swamp was crazy. And so, you know, I I thought about it that whole game. And so I was like, man, it's like I kind of want to do this. This this sounds like this sounds like a really good investment. So I went home and I and I uh I talked I chopped it up with the two guys and I was like I was like look man I think I I think I, I think I'm gonna do it I think I'm gonna do it and so they were they were all for it my friends were all for it and so the I had to call the final authority my my parents and so my mom she she kept questioning me she was like why do you want to do it all of a sudden and I was just like well um it takes a little bit of inspiration for me to want to do something so you know, why not? And so my dad was a total opposite. My dad was totally on board with it. He was like, he's like, yeah, son, do it, do it. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm doing this. And so, so from that point on, from then, I want to say all the way to the February, I was just, you know, trying to get in the best shape I could, you know, work on my routes, my hands as much as I could, because at the time, I think I stood at uh, like six, four, 200, even, you know, I was, I, I wish I could show you a picture of, of me when I was, you know, you know, back then I was very, very skinny. I'm talking skinnier than Kevin Durant, like very skinny. And so, <laughs> and so, um, over the course of that time, um, I got, I got relatively cool with some of the guys on the team. Um, I, um, was cool with Grimes, Trey Grimes, Felipe. I've seen a couple of times. I was cool with, um, with, uh, Kyle Trask a little bit too. Lucas Crow, who was there at the time. Pits, of course. And so I, I would just talk to them about like trying to walk on. And they would just tell me like little snippets of what I should hear and what I need to know and, and who to talk to. And, you know, I, I figured they were just giving me any random number, but it turned out to be true. So I reached out to some of the compliance people, the, uh, the player personnel about, you know, trying out and if there's going to be a tryout. And so they told me, they told me, yeah, there's going to be one in, in mid-February. And so fast forward to February, I go to the tryout. It's only four of us me uh one of my friends and uh, and two others and so um no actually no three 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 of my friends it was me my friend mike came in and this other guy's name was kyle so we all we all were there and it, it wasn't even it wasn't even like and like an actual it was almost like an agility an agility workout because it was during um what's it called the dead period where yeah. coaches aren't allowed to have like you know in-person visits or not allowed to use a ball for any like workouts or something like that so it was just straight agility and conditioning for about, it wasn't even long. It was like 40 minutes. And so um, I was trying, you know, I was trying my best to just like stay up. I was trying not to put my head on my head or like down on my knees. I was just trying to be like, all right, what do you, what do you, what do you got? What do you got? So, <laughs> so the tryout ends. And so they tell us that, um, 
you know, they'll let us know that night if we make it or not. And so one of the guys that was hosting it, he asked me at like two seconds after that, he's like, what's your class schedule like? And, and I, and I told him my class schedule and he, and he just whispered in my ear. He's like, all right, we'll see you tomorrow. And I was like, Oh, snap. Did, I was like, did I just make the team? And so, so I'm, I'm like walking, I'm like, did he really just say that? And I was like, I think he did just say that. So I'm, you know, I'm running to my car. And as soon as I get in the car about to call my parents, I just hear a knock on my, knock on my door. And so it was the same guy. And he was like, he's like, Hey, we would love to have you, but your schedule kills you. And I'm like, I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? My schedule kills me. And he told me that my, the time that I have class interferes with the time they practice and have spring ball. So I was like, so what does that mean for me? And he was like, oh, no, no, that means you'll still be around on the team. It just means you'll have to wait till the summer term. And I was like, oh, man, are you serious? I got to wait some more. So that was a Debbie Downer. But, um, I mean, it, it just came and went so fast. It, I almost forgot about it. So fast forward to June, uh, I'm taking summer classes. Days are flying by. So I'm, I'm starting to have a little doubt, like, man, I ain't, I ain't getting on this team. And sure enough, <laughs> hey it's John Clark and I'm like oh hey he's like you ready I'm like yeah 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 yeah. so I went I went down uh got all my you know the physical the EKG all those tests you have to do to be able to play and I had to like keep my composure because as I was doing all that you had all the stars walking through in and out the door Freddie Swain Van Jefferson Tyreek like all like all those all those guys and I'm just like are we teammates now like are we is this what (laughs) is this what this is now and so so that was uh, that was a pretty uh, pretty cool experience. And then, for very first guy on the coaching staff that I met was Coach Savage, our strength coach. And first thing he said was like, "What's up, big guy? You ready to train?" And here I am, like a little kid, you know, nothing more than two hundred pounds. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it." And so he was just telling me that you know I had to work out in like the early group, which I think at the time was like seven thirty or something like that. And so I was like, "Yeah, man." And so I, I set my alarm. I think that day for like five thirty. Cause I wanted, I was trying to be, you know, like the first, like the first one in there. I don't even think I was too, which is the crazy part, but I was trying to show this like, okay, I'm here. I'm in business, you know, let, let's do this thing. But there was a learning curve. And I, I don't think a lot of people realize this. It's like, if you've never played football before in your life, the only thing I'll be real. The only thing I knew about football was the amount of people on the field, you know, who, you know, how many people, can be you know on the ball at one time and how many people are on the old line and all that good stuff I didn't know anything about schemes formations the de- types of defenses that they run I didn't know any of that so so that was that was a big learning curve that I had to adjust to in, in the two years I was there so the first year was definitely like accelerated learning I was learning about like different concepts and like everything but you know k- uh, kudos to um you know coach uh coach Scott who was my tight end coach my junior year and and um, a lot of people don't give this guy credits, um, but Coach Julian Alonzo, um, if it, listen, man, if it wasn't for, oh, and, and he's coached for the uh, 49ers, the Charlotte 49ers before, so shout out to him. But if, yeah, if it wasn't for him and um, another walk-on teammate of mine, Dennis Gross, who was there for about a year or so, if it wasn't for those two, I ain't no telling how my second year would have went. I mean, they they showed me everything I needed to learn. They showed me it's just so much I can't even put in words like I, I appreciate them I even sometimes I send, I send text messages today it's like man do you realize that like y'all are part of the reason that you know I'm doing all this stuff right now and so you know I, I just send my my appreciation to them and so 
that first year was great. You know, you had got to experience games like the Auburn game, the Orange Bowl. All that was all that was really cool. My second year when um, Coach Brewster came in and it was great because it's like once you once you have a year in the system, it's like you're accustomed to it. So everything is almost like, you know, like like, you know, the back of your hand. So, you know, the plays, the formations, all that was down. And so anytime they would send me signals on the sidelines during like training camp or during scrimmages, I'd be like, oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> so, you know, like before, like my first year, I was be like, like, what is it? What, what am I doing? But. But uh, that's that second year, like I said, like my first year was so much fun. And you know, if I if I if I could do it all again, you know, I would I would in a heartbeat. Easy. Yeah, for sure. I know you kind of just covered it, but kind of what kind of adjustments did you have to make as far as like workouts and dieting and like really just kind of taking care of yourself to get, you know, to get yourself in shape to play division one football? What kind of like adjustments did you have to make? And what kind of like maybe what kind of sacrifice did you have to give up as well? Um, I did. I definitely had to sacrifice the amount, the amount of my time I hung out with my friends, you know, outside of football, because like, listen, man, football, I mean, it's, it takes up, it takes up a lot of your time. It's a full-time it job, is. my man. Yeah. Full-time job as it is. And so I definitely, um, my approach, my second year was a lot, you know, more enhanced than my first year because I, I spent more time just like, you know, looking at, you know, film and understanding like why I'm doing certain things because, you know, growing up, you know, I, I had a pretty, you know, I had pretty strict parents and my dad would always ask me, he's like, okay, there's a why for everything you do. So why are you doing it? So that's the kind of the approach I took when, you know, learning the plays and learning the system is like, okay, you know, I'm doing this, but like, why am I doing this? So I had to like understand the offensive schemes. And I, I even tried to learn the defensive schemes a little bit, but I was like, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get down that road when we cross it. <laughs> but um, definitely um, I had to, I actually had to like, I remember writing down like every, every goal I had um, my, my second year or my senior year. And some of them, you know, included uh, getting stronger because I think after my first season, I was 240. So I wanted to get to at least 250, but mainly like, you know, muscle, um, definitely uh, having more, you know, uh, field and football IQ, which I think I was able to, to accomplish as well. And also earning like a couple scouts scout awards so like every week or every game that we win you know we have like this thing where it's like scout player of the week or something like that so I got a couple I got a couple of those too so I was very <laughs> I was very happy about that so um like I said man my my uh, second year I was able to, to check off a lot of things off of that list but like I said it was a huge a huge sacrifice yeah, for sure. So what was it like running out of that tunnel for the first time as a member of the Florida Gators? I know, I know, like you kind of dreamed of it your whole childhood. So kind of give us that experience real quick. Um, it's funny to talk about now because I'm not with the guys anymore. But um, if if you could maybe one day someone somewhere somehow there's going to be a picture where you can see me like there are like tears like just lying down my face. Like I, like I couldn't I just genuinely could not believe it. I don't know how, I don't know why, but I was just like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because I swear it felt like I was in one of those movies where you're just like floating. Like when I was running out, I'm pretty sure my feet were not touching the ground for like a good like half of it. So I was running and I was just like, yeah, like I was just so full of like energy. I was doing a whole bunch of this so people couldn't really like see me, see me crying, but it was definitely, uh, it was definitely a, a dream come true. Something I never in a million, in a million years thought could happen. So it was, oh man, it was incredible. 
granted it was only UT Martin, but man, to me, it felt like we were playing Alabama. So, <laughs> so yeah. I, was, I was very, I was very excited about that. Yeah. It's like you went from being a fan, like the previous, you know, year and now you're out here like suiting up for the team. That's insane. So yeah. who's the best player? You could throw out a couple names. This is going to be a tough question. Who's the best player you've ever played with and against during your time? Uh, best player I played with, um, easily, easily Kyle Pitts. Um, I think um, seeing him, how much he's like changed from my junior year to senior, seeing how much he's grown. Because I honestly think he should have won the Mackey the uh, a year ago um, when they when he wasn't even a finalist. I, I was I was very very vocal about it. I'm like, man, you won't let them do you like that. <laughs> so just, just seeing how much his game has like excelled. I mean, it, it was already, it was, it was already like top tier enough, but seeing how much it's continued to grow and will continue to grow. Um, it's, it's been, it's been amazing. And a lot of people don't know this, like Kyle, like he, he's one of those guys that kind of like he's to himself, but he's, he's like a really like hard worker and you know, he spends, I know he spends a lot, he spends a lot of time with, you know, Coach Brew and Coach Mullen, you know, after practice, but he was, um, like I said, he was, he was so fun to be around, he, even, even guys like Kyle Trask, like, I, I know a lot of times people think that, you know, these, uh, these scholarship players, um, you know, they don't, like, really associate with the, with the walk-ons, that, that couldn't be further from the truth, at least from, from my experience, Kyle Trask was one of, was one of the coolest guys I've met, I was actually pretty cool with the receivers too. Like you had guys like uh, Grimes, Copeland, you know, Freddie, uh, Van. Um, I was real cool with uh, with Justin Shorter because he was kind of he was kind of new. So I was trying to act, I was actually trying to act like I like I knew everything that was going on. So, but uh, he um, you know he grew past that phase. You know, once he got his first couple of touchdowns, I'm like, all right, man, this is this is this is your thing now. I was I was just a consultant, but um. But yeah, like everybody, everybody on the team, we never had problems with each other. You know, we all got along. Like I said, I, I never, I never had a problem with, with any, any of them. Yeah, man. How much did Kyle Pitts kind of help your game while you were there too? Because I know like you're, you're just learning how to play like the tight end position. And then you're obviously learning behind one of the best in the, in the, in the entire NCAA. I mean, my man's about to get a bag this year. So how much did he kind of help your development and, and what, did, what kind of did you learn from him? I will, I will give, I will give Kyle this because I know, um, I, and I like, I won't name drop him, but I know there were some uh, tight ends who were kind of looking at me as like kind of this, like this, this waste of space. And so, um, I will say, uh, Kyle was was real, was real patient with me. Like I was trying to, you know, I was trying my best to, you know, to figure out everything. And like even guys like Coach Scott and Coach Coach uh, Julian, they were they were real patient with me. Like they understood that like I was new to to all of this, but they could tell that I was trying really hard. So he definitely helped me with, you know, my release and my, my stance. He like all the little things that, that makes him, you know, who he is, he was helping me with. And so I'm not saying, I'm not sitting here saying I was as good as Kyle because I don't think anybody could be as good as Kyle, man, but he definitely, he definitely helped me become, you know, more of a, of an actual football player than just a than a basketball player just padded up. So, so I, I definitely got to give him some credit. That's what's up. So when did you, kind of start to get into content creating and when did you realize you could be as successful as you are on on apps such as TikTok and Instagram oh man uh so I I um I I at the time I already had a uh I had a decent um following from Instagram uh I, I made house of highlights like 
a couple times, you know, it wasn't nothing, you know, super serious. Yeah, no and big so, deal. You just made it on House of Highlights. It's not a big deal at all. You know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it wasn't like it wasn't for my TikToks. It was just like like just yeah. like you know, dunking videos or just you know like a little skit video I did or something like that. Nothing, yeah. nothing of the TikTok sort. And so, I I kind of came in with a little bit of popularity. And so, you know, I didn't really think nothing of it. I was like, I'm not really gonna, you know you know, use my Instagram, you know, as much, you know, you know, as they may think, but then, um, then some guys, uh, in, uh, in our corner, we called it the walk-on corner. Cause it was like all of us in that one little corner. And so a couple of the, uh, the specialists, they were, um, they were on this app called TikTok. I had never heard of it. I, I had never heard of TikTok. I heard of what's it called? Like musically and yeah. stuff like that. Like I had heard of that. And so I was like, Oh, this, is this like another vine? And they're like, yeah, but it's like a 15 second to a minute type of thing. And so I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. And in my head, I was like, it's kind of stupid. Cause it's like, it's just a vine ripoff, but they, they would show me, they would show me videos and like, some of them were very funny. So I was like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta get on this, man. This is this some funny stuff. And so I uh, made an account and the, one of the first videos I saw was, um, it was like the I know my purpose challenge where anyone like from sports to like even like girls they'll just be like I know my purpose doing this this and that like the one that I saw that did it for me was this um this white guy like the only white guy on the black AAU team and it was like shooting threes giving them rides you know facilitating <laughs> throwing dimes and I was like oh, that's, that's pretty that's pretty good and so I kept I kept looking and I was like oh no one's done this for football and so I don't know what made me say that because I was like, I'm not even a video guy. At least I didn't think I was. And so I was like, let me just let me just try this. I mean, I mean, it looks fun. And so, I mean, you can even tell in my first video, like I had no idea there was a timer. None of that. Like, I literally put my phone down and had to back up and like just just wing it. And so I, I winged it in like one take. And then I just I tried my best with the editing. And I was like, I was like, this is going nowhere. And so before I could eat, before I even posted it, um, my my friend Michael, he was like, he's like, make sure you use the hashtags for you. And I'm like, what you mean for you? Of course it's for me. What you mean? He was like, <laughs> he's like, uh, no, 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 no. For you is like that's that's the trending page. I'm like, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So he showed me all the hashtags to use, and I was like, let's see, football, college football, walk on, cool, posted it. And so I was like all right, it's, that's, that's just there for like a personal laugh. And so then the next, the next day, man, like it, like I tell a lot of my friends, it's like, I woke up and my phone felt like it was in the hot sun for like 60 minutes. I was like, why is my phone so hot? And then I just, I just click scrolling, scrolling. It's just, it's just notifications for, for like five minutes. And I was like, what is going on? And then I go back on on TikTok, I was actually prepared to delete the app because I'm like, man, this thing is already creating a virus in my phone. Like, like, why do I need this thing? And so I open it, and it's like like 200,000 views. I'm like, wait a minute, what? I, this was just a joke. And then I refresh, 210,000 views. I'm like, oh snap, did I just do that? And so that that same day, um, I, I go into the team facility, and, and everybody's like, man, Cliff, what what the hell is this? I'm like, what is what? I'm like, I do I do nothing. And they're like. And then they, they were mocking it. They were just like, I'm like, oh, y'all seen y'all seen that too? And they were like, yeah, yeah, we all got TikTok. I'm like, wait a minute, y'all know about this? And so they they were they were clowning me for it. And so it, it got to a point where it got to like half a million views. I was like, man, this is this has got to be like a joke. This has got to be like a one-time thing. 
And so I, I left it. I left it there for about, I want to say almost a month. And then I did another one that was, again, you know, cheesy, but I got like 20,000 views. I'm like, what? And so then I did a third one and I got like 100,000 views. And then my fourth one was the one that was everywhere. The fourth one, it was like uh, college football players, you know, during Christmas break while everyone's at home. And so Overtime posted it, a whole bunch of Gator page posted it. I'm like, oh, snap. Like, I'm blowing up. And so... So once once that happened, I just I just started like all these ideas just started just coming just like out of nowhere. And I was like, man, I was like, I'm I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty good at this. And so <laughs> I, I I would continue to do them. And then uh in the offseason, I was like, man, what what am I gonna do? It's like football season's over, no one's really gonna tune in. And so again, I was wrong because I did one where it was like players walking in at six in the morning and their strength coaches are like dancing and doing whatever they want. And then again, that went everywhere. And I was like, I was like, this, this right here, this is me. This is my, act. this is, this is what I'm, this is what I do now. And so I would, I would do some. And then when, when quarantine happened, I did at least three videos a week. I was just posting and posting and posting. Like I said, I had nothing to do but class and it was all on Zoom. So I had all the time in the world. I could just, you know, hide the video and be like, all right, let's, let's do this, let's do this video. And, and like I said, a lot, some of them would blow up, some of them would do okay. And then that's when like people started reaching out to me about, you know, like deals and brands. And I was like, I don't even know if I'm, if I'm allowed to do this. Like most of them, I would just leave unopened because it's like, I don't even know if I'm allowed to, if I'm allowed to do this. And so fa- uh, fast forward to about, uh when did I drop that video May yeah May that that's when that's when my signature TikTok was all over the place it, uh, you, you remember the one where I, I had like the headphones and I was like listening to music and it went from some like hardcore rap to like big time rush or something like that yeah. that was that was the that was the deal break I mean that was on ESPN Bleacher Report House it was it was everywhere and so <laughs> that was my that was my signature moment and then it was even on iFunny. Like, when's the last time we've used iFunny? Like, when we <laughs> Bro, were, I, I like, what, like, 10, 11? Yeah, like, something people like that. would send me that. I'm like, is this real? Is this, is that still a thing? Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't know it was still a thing. And so I was like, man, this is, uh, this is for real. And so from, I want to say from that video to July, my videos were just at their best. Like, that period was the the peak, I think, of my TikTok career so far. It got to a point where I, where I even started talking to um, some people, some TikTok personnel. Like they, they were the ones that actually changed my uh, TikTok name from just Clifford Taylor IV to just Clifford, like my first name. So I think, you know, that 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 right there is just that's as dope as it gets. And that's so clean, bro. So, yeah. So they they uh, they did that, and then they would continue to to like send me TikTok merch, and like they they sent me like, like some sort of like skateboard for like new years is like they sent it to all the content creators for them to like put on the wall but it's like well i'm about to move out here in a couple of months so i'll just wait till i you know till i get the, get a house or something like that but <laughs> yeah they yeah, they sent me a whole bunch of stuff still waiting on that blue check but that's that's another story but it's coming it's coming <laughs> yeah yeah that's what that's what they always say but um but uh yeah that like i said my my um senior season everybody every coach i don't think one coach called me by my actual name almost all season they always like what's up tiktok come on tiktok i'm like doesn't that like aren't you tired of that like doesn't that bore y'all and then well, sure enough it didn't that's that's what i was that's what i was known for around the whole team and everybody sometimes like during camp i would just 
you know, take a break for a rap. And then they'll be like, man, your videos are hilarious, man. I'll just be like, wait, what? And because like I don't think I don't think about it like when yeah. I'm in practice. I'm like, dude, it's like I practice, man. Like, let me let me just let me just practice and we can talk about this, you know, afterwards. But uh it's it's been it's been such a joy ride. And then what was real, what was really cool um was a couple of weeks ago I was able to um take over the Florida Gators TikTok account. Yeah, so, go, so going into it, I I was I was real, I was really nervous. I was like, man, this is this is not gonna work. This is not gonna, this is not gonna do good. And so, you know, uh, I reached out to some athletes because I, I knew some, but I didn't know as much as I would like. So I was just reaching out to athletes and you know, fortunately, you know, thank every single one of I thank every single one of them, but they they were replying, they were saying, Yeah, we're not doing anything. We would love to be a part of it. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. So that that whole day, I was just all over campus, you know, I was trying new sports. Like I I went back to the football facilities, you know, I went to the basketball facilities, which was really cool. I was trying to see if I could rock a jersey for like a couple of seconds, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I was hanging out with some golf players. I was hanging out with the soccer team. Like it was just, it was, it was so fun. And the the basketball video that everyone's seen is like three seconds left in the game, three, two, and you know, kept, kept adding, kept adding time and time. And so once that, once that got the sports center, I was like, okay. I, I I've officially I've officially done okay I've done all done all right and so I didn't even realize it but the uh, the Gators uh, media team they told me that their followers count went from 112 thousand to almost 160 thousand just from that one weekend and I was like are you serious and so I was like what is what is going on and I was like is this is this my is this my calling because you know graphic design well those jobs will come but I was like is social media like what I'm meant to do I, I don't want to get ahead of myself but is this is this what I'm supposed to be doing and so you know last couple of weeks I've been um applying to a couple of jobs uh, including the NBA had an interview with them a couple of days ago actually so so hoping to get that job once I once I graduate and so like I said the the offers and the opportunities and people reaching out have been swarming in and I've just been been so humbled humbled by it and um I know a lot of people will remember what I'm about to say but um if it was not for the Florida Gators, the University of Florida, ain't ain't no telling, ain't no telling where I'd be right now. I, I, you know, to be honest, I'd probably be a a Clemson Tiger or a North Carolina Tar Heel, one of the two. But like I said, man, if it wasn't for the Gators taking a chance on a kid who's never played football in his life, you know, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have the TikTok merch. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any of that. So I, I give a lot of, I give a lot of credit to the Florida Gators for that one. So. <laughs> yes sir yes sir i grew up a seminoles fan but you know as i started this podcast and everything you know i kind of just i cheer for players more so than i do teams nowadays so you know i always like a cool success story but you know we gotta we gotta let everybody know my man you kind of covered it touched on it a little bit but what's next for you man we're all very excited you know we're very excited to see your success you've had early on but this is only the beginning bro we got to know what's next well, what's next is I have about a couple months of uh, school at the University of Florida. And then after that, graduating, straight job searching. I've already I've already started the process of, you know, um, applying. Like I applied for an internship at Wilson, um, waiting to hear from them. Of course, I did the MBA. I think I'm going to look, look more into um, my communications, like with ESPN, you know, Fox Sports. Um, I actually had, had an interview with uh, Sinclair Broadcast Group, and they're in affiliation with um, like Fox Sports Florida, Texas and a whole like a whole bunch of places so 
I'm going to keep um, looking for jobs in the social field, keep doing jobs, you know, in the graphic design field, you know, volunteering and interning just to get that experience. And so to answer a lot of people's TikTok questions, are you going to the NFL? No, that's Kyle's job. That is, that's Pitts' job. He's going to hold it down for us. And I told, I told Kyle this, I said, I said, if he gets drafted by the Carolina Panthers, those field access tickets better be in my mailbox. But I, uh, he ha he has no choice because he is going to my city. So look, man, I, I'll man, I'll I'll be your representative, man. So I I told him I was like, man, if you go to if you end up in Charlotte, those 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 tickets better come in hot, man, for real. Uh, I mean, we're, we're we're already PSL owners, but I would love to get a, get some field access. You know, maybe maybe flex from a TikTok maybe one time or uh, something. You know. <laughs> Real quick, real quick. All right, all right, bro. I got one last question for you. What kind of advice can you pass along to all those young young kids out there, even adults, you know, trying to chase their dreams, whatever it may be? What kind of advice can you pass along to them? Um, I'm. That's great. Um, I remember I put this out on my uh, Instagram a couple weeks ago. So when I sh when I shared the whole video that I made from TikTok showing my journey from basketball to football, and I remember saying there is no such thing as it being too late to chase a dream, whether you're 10, 20, or even 50, there's, there's, there's no, there's no such thing because I literally just walked into Florida with no experience and was able to live a dream that I'm sure millions and millions of kids, you know, want to achieve. And so when, when these guys ask me for advice about walking on and stuff, I'm, I'm more than happy to, to help them out because Again, I was once in their shoes and I've never I've never really been a conceited or a self-centered person. So it's like if I can help the next generation of walk-ons, you know, come in and I can be that sort of inspiration, I will. And I think a lot of people don't realize this is, is like they have probably a better advantage than I did because they're they're probably more coordinated. They they know the game they've been playing for, you know, for years. Like I said, I I had only been playing for like a couple months. And so I like, like I said, man, it is, it is never, ever, ever too late to chase a dream. And if you want to walk on, you know, you can walk on to Texas. You can walk on to Arizona, Oklahoma. You know, I got I got a couple good friends, you know, at LSU in Oklahoma who are also walk-ons. We stay in touch all the time. So, um, like I said, man, it's never it's never too late to chase a dream. And like I always say on my TikToks, go be great. So, <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Clifford Taylor, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for hopping on the show today, man. I appreciate it. We're all definitely excited for your journey as you continue, you know, to do great things in this world, my man. So once again, thank you so much for hopping on the show today. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yes, sir.